Are you a glass half empty, glass half full, or ooh, look at the way the light refracts through that glass and makes a rainbow on the wall. I wonder if kind of person. We all have this incredible superpower to actively change our own paradigm to find the positive in just about everything. And those choices can radically change how we deal with life, with a capital L, and all of the interesting stuff that goes along with the human condition. Yep, that's right. We can choose positivity, even when the situation seems really bleak. Despite the calendar proclaiming it's spring, it snowed today. In fact, huge snowflakes, some of them in clusters larger than my palm, fell for a good portion of the afternoon. Now, to be fair, this isn't all that weird or really that bleak. I mean, it's March, and I live in Indiana. Now, this is the second sudden snowfall in as many weeks, and one of my kids has been groaning about the snow complaining that she's tired of the sloppy sidewalks and cold weather and the dead-looking trees. And interestingly, she's also angry about her homework, the dog across the street, and pretty much everything else right now. My other kid has routinely come into my office to tell me about the cool podcast she's been listening to while she waits for her batches of fresh-baked brownies to cool. And side note, teach your kids to cook and be adventurous in the kitchen. It is so worth it. Now, how you deal with the weather, that's actually a pretty easy thing to sway, as our finally reminded kid number one. But how about something more complicated? Let's say your boss just informed the team that he's leaving to take a new job. Ugh. Uncertainty abounds. What about your career progression? Who's going to fill the space left by that person? And how will that impact the culture or the team relationships? Will the new person be a strong advocate for your team? Or will they dismantle what might have taken months or even years to build? It can be really easy to slide into, the sky is falling. But just like snow in March, this is a pretty normal thing that happens in teams. And it doesn't have to be your favorite experience, but it can be an opportunity for new experiences new responsibilities, maybe even new leadership roles that you weren't necessarily looking for, but might catapult you to bigger and better things. And many of us are currently facing situations that we had really not planned for, like hypothetically working home, working at home with your spouse and your kids and having to share the Wi-Fi while the dogs are on your lap and, you know, things like that. And that stress combined with the uncertainty and in many cases fear, with a healthy dose of cabin fever and for sure a crazy amount of social media facts and alternative facts running rampant, whew, life can feel like everything is at a fever pitch. And I'm hearing friends talk about how their families are at each other's throats right now. 
but those reactions are also a choice. And we just need to pause long enough to recognize that. We don't have to surrender to the monkey mind of swinging from thought to thought. And we don't have to hop on whatever train comes rolling through the train station in our mind. We can decide where we want to go and how we want to respond to the situation. And then just wait for those thoughts to show up and ride them to our final destination. Now, insincere pseudo-positivity, sometimes called toxic positivity, doesn't work here. And snarky comments or putting on blinders and pretending everything is amazing, well, that doesn't help create a culture that encourages people to find and harness the power of workplace gratitude and positivity either. And it might take a little time, especially if the situation is particularly disruptive or comes with difficult news, like in the case of dealing with loss or grave ethical problems. And you may not be able to completely rewrite these scripts to frame them in a way that completely eradicates the worry, grief, or other difficult emotions. And that's perfectly okay. It's important to recognize that these experiences and reactions are also valid and serve a purpose. The truth is, most situations are a complex and complicated marriage of good and bad, positive and not so positive, opportunities and threats. It's up to us to choose where to focus our energy and that will determine where we go next and the environment in which we take those next steps. Now sometimes with our thoughts, we tend to think that we're obligated to ride every train that enters into our mind. And the more negative and unpleasant that thought, the more tempting it is to get on board because it grabs more of our attention. But the truth and the good news is that all trains will pass eventually. And if you find yourself on a negative one that you don't really like, well, you can't necessarily just jump off, but you can try to jump from that thought to another one from wherever you are right now. So find the best thought train that you can and keep focusing on that and you'll be able to ride to a better destination. And with practice, you'll be able to break that habit of taking every thought train so seriously and instead navigate your mind more deliberately. So really this all starts with a simple practice of observing your thoughts. Mindfulness and meditation are tools for slowing down our thoughts enough so that we can use them more deliberately. And you can even widen the gap between your thoughts, those moments of stillness that happen when you find yourself in awe of a magnificent sunset or lost in the moment during a significant experience, like watching your child take their first steps 
or the flow that you get into when you're in your favorite activity. And those moments can be expanded and you can have more of them in your life. So here's a simple technique that can help you visualize this process. Mindfulness meditation is the practice of sitting in that train station in your mind and watching the trains of thought come and go. And you're not gonna get on any of them. You're gonna make a conscious decision to let them pass. So as a train of thought comes in, you identify it. Like, I notice I'm I'm having this thought about whatever it is, and then you watch it leave without jumping on board and without engaging with it. You just simply watch it. And you repeat this for every thought that enters your mind. And you can do this for like five minutes or 30 minutes or really for as long as you like. And this is mindfulness meditation in its simplest form. And really over time, it can help you detach from your thoughts. So you don't just automatically jump on the first train that comes your way. Or if you do find that you've accidentally gotten on board, which you inevitably will, then you can recognize that and get off at the nearest exit. And this practice can be just as challenging as not engaging the thought in the first place. So detaching from a train of thought mid-transit is really a great skill to develop. So don't be discouraged when your mind wanders or if you have challenges with this, it does take practice. But every opportunity is a chance to practice this technique and to practice being mindful and being aware of what's going on in your mind and detaching from certain things, especially the ones that are triggering for you. And certainly some thoughts are harder to ignore than others, but the more that you make this practice a part of your routine and your daily life, the more controlled you're going to get. And you'll have more control over the contents of your mind, and it's easier to let those unproductive trains of thought pass you by. And so by doing this, not only do you become more aware of your thoughts and your thinking, but you also improve your ability to be more mindful of life and to choose more positive and productive responses to situations. So the next time you're faced with an unexpected challenge, be it whether you don't like, a shakeup at work, or something far more significant in its effects, think about how you want to react. Go ahead and plan for that trip now and then make sure you just get on the right train. If you'd like to find out more about happiness as courage, visit us on the web at happinessiscourage.com. Thank you.